2: I'd
3: rather be. <sighs> Can't say what I want to say. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's Andrew and K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. It's my favorite day of the week somebody said oh my it is because you know what I have a great time on the weekends we finally by the way had San Diego weather yesterday it was absolutely beautiful so I got to enjoy great weather
2: forgot what the sun felt
3: like oh my gosh it just felt amazing it was classic chamber of commerce weather on Sunday Saturday night had a phenomenal time thank you Paula Witzel from San Diego County Republican Party for putting on an amazing event at the Lincoln Reagan dinner some interesting results from that to share with you guys tonight I'm curious uh some people are like, eh, it doesn't mean anything. So we're going to share with you something that happened at the Lincoln Reagan dinner regarding Trump. So stay tuned for that. But thank you, Paula Witzel. Salem Media, my show is the Andrea K Show, if you're just tuning in to me. And uh, I am a part this station here, AM 1170, The Answer, and FM 96.1 are a part of Salem Media. We have, I don't know how many radio stations across the country and affiliates. I'll just say hundreds. And Salem Media, along with One American News and Fox 5 here in San Diego and some other stations here got a got a, awards. They gave us awards for truth in content and being bold enough and fearless enough to tell the truth. And that's what we do here every night of the week. So it was a really great event. Senator Lankford was our keynote speaker. So to, uh, there was, But there was an interesting outcome that I will share with you guys a little bit later on tonight's show. Uh, Lots of updates happening. Um, How many more people are going to throw their hat in the ring for twenty four? I mean, good grief! I mean, who's next? We got a crazy. We got the crazy woman. the The weirdo um, guru. She is the self help guru. We we, we've got we've we've got. um, a dude who still thinks it's the 60s i think and is uh, i think his campaign speech is going to be flower power maybe and like peace i don't know we're going to share that with you he's a democrat and how many more republicans have decided to throw their hat in the ring right and and why that's the real question when none of them have a chance. Tom Dubocar is going to be here after the first break tonight to not just weigh in on 2024 election. He is a former chairman of the Republican Party for the state of California, written many books. He's a political historian as well as an attorney, he ran against Kamala Harris for Senate and destroyed her in the debate. So it's interesting all these people are running in 2024. I'm going to get his perspective on that, but also his legal analysis because Trump's attorneys met with the DOJ regarding potential indictments of him regarding classified information, which is absolutely ridiculous given the ongoing witch hunts for him and the crimes of the Biden administration, by Joe Biden, and his administration that the DOJ and FBI are continuing to cover up before i go any further though gotta bring in my brother it's dj potato Skin.
2: the real question is is the fly on mike pence's head actually running as an independent this year
3: well (laughs) um uh, the the when when the only thing that anybody ever wants to say about you when you're running for president is they want to comment on the fly that landed on your head
2: bad news
3: dude it's like who are you that's your claim to fame? That's all. I, and I'm be- not even
2: joking. I think Nikki Haley stands more of a chance than Pence.
3: No, but none of them stand a chance of ge- been against Trump. But we're going to talk about that a little bit more with Ron DeSantis. And we want to hear from you, though. Lots of different ways you can be a part of the show. Email me at andreakshow.com. You can listen to the podcast. Don't forget you can download that at any time. Our live call-in number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I want to start off the show with there was so so much that happened over the weekend I wasn't even exactly sure how to start and then I thought well let's start with what I think is continuing to be the number one issue that we face as a nation and some DeSantis supporters that are actually on his team and in his inner circle. Uh, one of them tweeted to me today and said, you know, uh, with when Trump was like an, an old movie, every, everybody's already seen it and uh, he's not presenting anything new. There's no new issues here. the, the it just makes me so angry. I can't even wrap my head around that. Uh, why should he have to bring new issues? Do you not understand? The issues are the same. The issues are the same because they haven't been solved. In fact, they grew under him because the second he went into, it showed up in D.C., the horse had already left, the train had already left the station on the coup attempts and his hands were tied. Don't try to act as though that that there's that Trump should bring anything new here. Number one. and Number two, what is Ron DeSantis bringing new? In terms of new issues, the biggest issue that we have has been exposed by Trump and it still has to be dealt with. And don't and, and if you're going to deny the existence of a weaponized FBI and DOJ that has determined that their goal is to control the outcome of the elections, then if you don't see that that's the number one issue, then you know what? If that's where Ron DeSantis is coming from, I can tell you right now he's not my guy because the, he should be speaking out today against the ongoing attempts of the FBI and the DOJ to cover up the crimes of Joe Biden and the rest. This is not specific to Trump. And if you're so dim-witted, D, that you don't. Don't get that this is the number one issue. That this is not about Trump. Then you're not the guy. then, Then I don't even care what new issue you're bringing to the table, which there isn't any really. It's just the old. The old issues have gotten worse and gotten bigger, right? And nothing's been done about it and there must be accountability. Comer, we've been talking about the fact that there was a document a, a 1023 document that, that from a whistleblower that declared the $5 million bribery scheme with Joe Biden that affected policy. The FBI did admit that it existed because Comer played a little game with with Christopher Ray started to call him Jim Comey. So we know that, so Christopher Ray admitted that the document existed. He promised to hand it over under threat of facing contempt of Congress. Today, he met with James Comer and still refused to hand it over. So James Comer had this to say today, clip four.
4: FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI-generated record has not been disproven and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. The confidential human source who provided information about then-Vice President Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over ten years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts, and no amount of spin and, frankly, lies from the White House or Congressional Democrats can change this information. At the briefing, the FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee, and we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearings this Thursday. Given the severity and complexity of the allegations contained within this record, Congress must investigate further. Americans have lost trust in the FBI's ability to enforce the law impartially and demand answers, transparency, and accountability. The investigation is not dead. This is only the beginning.
3: Absolutely, we have no trust in the FBI. We absolutely understand that they're not uh, applying the law equally. We understand that they're covering up, and quite frankly, this is obstruction of justice. If we had a department of justice that was applying law equally, Christopher Ray for obstructing justice would be in jail, but then again so would Hillary Clinton because she obstructed justice 35,000 times for every email that she destroyed that was under government subpoena. If you and I refuse to hand over a document that we were required to to legally hand over, we would face criminal prosecution. We not only he's right. We not only demand answers and transparency, but also accountability. We must begin to see some perp walks. There must be accountability in the form of arrest and, pr- and prosecutions. And quite frankly, I don't understand Tom Debacaro but will be here uh, shortly uh, in, in a couple of minutes. My question is, where are the U.S. attorneys around this country that are Republicans and why are they not? Why are they not beginning to prosecute some of these people? Don't tell, oh, District of Columbia is under federal purview and there's, they, they don't have prosecutors. There's not U.S. attorneys. Do we, have we not seen in D.C., have we not seen U.S. attorneys in the District of Columbia file and prosecute cases? Have we not seen district attorneys prosecute cases in the District of Columbia? Of course we have. There must be prosecutions. And I also want to hear as we go into 2024, we know that there's just two candidates that have any chance. And One of them barely, given the recent poll numbers with DeSantis, who's down, I think, in the state of Florida, who's down something like by 30 points. I want them to give clear specifics as to how they're going to drain the swamp and who's going to be in their who's going to be in their cabinets. Because unless there is accountability, unless the FBI and the DOJ are routed out, and I mean, given an enemy, an enema, right? Leave leave the exterior and gut the gut the institutions. And that's what we need to do. And I want to know specific plans on how they're going to do it. And every day that goes by that DeSantis continues to try to act as though this is just specific to Trump and this isn't a problem for the rest of us, then he's not my guy. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. We're going to ask Tom Del, Del Beccaro about that when we come back.
0: A.K. Dynamite and Address. Or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I forgot to mention that we are streaming live right now on Facebook. So if you are watching there, please keep those comments rolling. I'm going to try to... Read some of them throughout the show and report back. And if you are watching on Facebook, then you saw, yes, I am indeed double dipping. I'm eating part protein cookie and part cheese Danish. Because <laughs> you got to eat a balanced diet, right? <laughs> and I was do I was enjoying that right up until I saw the live sewage being dumped out from Mexico into our waters at the border. Don't think that the people coming across in El Paso are the only way that we're being flooded with with the uh, nastiness uh, uh, across our border we've got a sewage problem here coming into our ocean waters in San Diego at least i can laugh about it right we got to continue our discussion though about 2024 which is so much of what uh the or entirely in, in my opinion what this fbi situation is about we played the clip from from house oversight committee chairman james comer who said he will indeed talked about how J- uh, christopher ray had promised to hand over the document and didn't he is now uh, in contempt of congress and of which comer is going to begin to file the documents joining me now to discuss this 2024 as well as the fact that trump's attorneys while all, while they're while the FBI and the DOJ is covering up the crimes of the Biden family, Trump's attorneys had to meet with the DOJ today over uh, classified documents which of course is now I'm calling Floodgate because now supposedly there was a suspicious flood at the Mar-a-Lago pool. Tom DeBocaro, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Always great to be
1: on. Big fan of cheese danishes and you.
3: Have you ever thank you darling. Have you ever double fisted? Have you ever eaten cheese danish with a protein cookie at the same time? try to balance it it
1: it seems unlikely
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've seen your homemade pasta you're not somebody that would be eating a protein cookie with a cheese danish You, you enjoy your food and for that I appreciate you young man um Uh, I've got to play a clip for you to start because I think that this might be a great way to kick off our discussion about the Biden crime family, how that's related to the FBI and the DOJ trying to control the outcome of the elections. And then I want to get your take on 2024 and everybody's throwing their hat in the ring. I mean, hey, lip broom, John Bolton's on CNN tonight. Skins laughed during the break and said, what is he announcing? He's going to run for president. Mike Pence and his fly did today. But anyway, let's start with the clips from morning. Joe, clip five.
1: But all these things about like the Biden crime family, this, that, the other. They keep pushing and they keep finding absolutely nothing. And it ends up at the end of the day just being an embarrassment for them. And as Caddy said, most Americans just don't care about this unless you're the wife of a Supreme Court justice that's talking about putting the Biden crime family on barges outside of Gitmo.
3: Tom DeBacaro, um, first of all, the Americans don't care about it. Seventeen percent of Biden voters in 2020 said they wouldn't have voted for him if they had known about the Hunter Biden laptop story that was suppressed. Uh, he says they've got nothing. They keep digging. They've got nothing except a document that that uh, Christopher Ray is hiding. Your thoughts?
1: Well, I just can't. You know, that guy used to be a Republican. Mm-hmm. He,
3: he, just- he claims he still is.
1: He has turned into, I don't know, what's the second oldest profession? (laughs) it is really unbelievable. Look, we I think I've said this on your show before. We have clearly reached the stage in our civilization where government is protecting itself from the citizenry. This is no longer by the people for the people. And you look no further than James Comey's incredible. Well, except let me office. let me
3: excuse me. Let me inter- interrupt, though. Except they're not covering up for Trump; they're going after Trump. So it's really the yeah, U.S. government because Trump's a threat, okay, to government, right? And so they're going to support
1: those that will protect government. Look at James Comey mm-hmm. with this, with the I don't even. I don't even know what words I'm allowed to use on the radio when I talk about this man's interview. He literally says, oh, it's got to be Biden because Trump would break the law and investigate people.
3: <laughs> and I'm thinking. <laughs> he said that. I didn't see the interview. Oh, yeah. 100. That's what he said. Are you sure he so wasn't? Tr- you sure he wasn't trying out? It wasn't like amateur night at, at night at the improv I or something.
1: <laughs> but this is, I mean, if you ever needed an exhibit wow. A to, they accuse you of what they've perfected. Yeah, yeah. that is. This is where we are, wow. and so what you, when you listen to, I mean, I don't know how, but it also what you heard from from Morning Joe, you get the the, the divided era of media in, in spades, right? Mm-hmm. Because the people who listen to that guy. Believe him. They come up with nothing. I'm sorry. They came up with $10 million in payments to the Biden family who who has no job, no industry, no nothing. It's pure, unadulterated corruption. But because he's on MSNBC and they don't actually discuss any of the evidence, they never go over the the Durham report. They barely mentioned it. You get a, a part of the electorate who is still convinced that Russia, 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 and are still convinced, as Hillary said, that Trump's the threat to democracy, even though right now the FBI, working with the Obama administration, working with Hillary, working uh, with the media... To to interfere with elections is the greatest threat.
3: Right, we're talking to Tom DeBacaro, author of Divided Nation and other books, and just Google him or go to Political Vanguard because he's everywhere and his articles are. And the one one of his articles that went viral was about the FBI there and the DOJ. Their role now is to control the outcome of elections, and that's really what's dangerous about this: control the message, and you control minds. And the American people need to stop getting their information from the legacy media. As much as you hate Twitter, let me tell you, there's a lot of truth on Twitter, even with the suppression that's happening there. Um, But I have to giggle at today's floodgate story, though. Uh, You know, it's all about there was a there was a a flood at the pool at Mar-a-Lago. And the FBI is just really concerned about this and classified documents. And they've got Trump on on audio talking about these classified documents while they gave Mike Pence the same DOJ that cleared Mike Pence. Now, why would they clear Mike Pence, the vice president? president for having classified documents when he doesn't have the right to to declassify anything that he wants, but they're going to go after the former president of the United States who has every right to declassify according to the presidential records act, which is why Bill Clinton got away with it. And which is why Barack Obama got away Obama. with it. Right. Yeah. Now, look,
1: there is no confusion here anymore. And what the uh, subset to the government protecting itself from anyone who would dissent, which is why they curtail free speech, is they are going to protect the Bidens and they are going to charge uh, Trump with, uh, sorry s- sorry for the pun, Trumped up charges. They will do anything they can at this stage to block him from getting in there because they rightfully fear that he would say it that he's going to do two things. What Trump would do differently if he became president again is, A, he would fire the bumps, He would not let so many uh, holdovers, rat chucks. That is the uh, uh, Russian term for uh, uh, bu- bureaucrats. He would not let them stay there right mm-hmm. and he would be insistent that certain things be investigated just as the Biden administration is right now only only the the tr- Trump might actually ask them to
3: follow real crimes mm-hmm. instead of lie about them right um i i've got to get your your legal Put, put your legal hat on now which is which still it includes your political analysis as well the fact that I find it incredibly disturbing that his legal team um, they're trying to pierce his um, his attorney client privilege there it appears to me in, in reading this article from uh, even this article from CBS News that his attorneys have been pressured they've been told that um, that that their attorney client privilege doesn't exist because they're basically co- they're basically, by being his attorney, that they're involved in his crimes, and they're trying to pressure these his attorneys to flip on him, to testify against him in front of a grand jury under threat of being dragged themselves and being indicted. Your thoughts as an attorney?
1: Well, I I gotta tell you, my my first really big national article was published the day that Who's the scumbag that was Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, Cohen was testifying, revealing client secrets. And the only reason he got away with that was because he had already been disbarred. And the only penalty for giving true penalty give that exists for an attorney to if they do that sort of thing is to be disbarred. And so I wrote an article about the system and how how horrible that is. And then, of course, we had uh, when they went after Trump's attorney related to January 6th and they basically said stole all of his information mm-hmm. without any without any uh, Fourth Amendment evidence that he actually was involved in anything else. Look, it, it, I don't do criminal law. And I always joke with my friends who, who who are upset or something. I said, don't only tell me the information after you do it, not before it. But at the end of the day, if someone goes to an attorney and says, am I allowed to do X, Y or Z? Or what does the law say about this activity? And somehow the federal government can override that. It is true that if attorneys like Michael Avenatti is committing a crime, you know, you know, the guy who's Oh, creepy porn lawyer. Creepy uh, porn lawyer. Andrea, he was going to be run for president. (laughs) You're so mean. If you're actually breaking the law, then no, you can't hide behind that. But if you're just giving advice, whether something's legal to do or not, I get asked all the time. Can I put this in a contract? Is it legal to do this? That's my freaking job. Well, yeah.
3: The and and they've and, overridden it is
2: frightening.
3: And attorney client privilege is not even just in criminal law. It has to do with the family courts. Let's say somebody, I, I know somebody who's been going through absolute hell over child custody in another state across the country. And, you know, um, and then there was a freak out because somebody shared an email that it had to do with the attorney. And it was like, oh my gosh, did they pierce attorney client privilege? Because, there's a lot of allegations and, and, and uh, anyway, um, there, uh, attorney, but, but, so it, here, I it's really oh, dangerous. On. I just want, I want people to understand how important it is to have attorney client privilege. You oh, must be able, you must be able to speak freely with your attorney, whether you're in a custody battle, whether you've been pulled over and, you know, and, and charged with DUI and all you did was take a suit of fed, you know, or whether or not it's a bit, you're a business, whether or not, you know, they the feds are coming after you and saying you did something some kind of tax crime or whatever, or you're in a civil case with somebody explain to people why this attorney client privilege is so important, which is centuries old. And remember they went in and they took
1: Cohen's entire office. They, the FBI went in and took all of his boxes. Even I, I remember thinking, standing in my office going, well, so they could come in and take the whole office and all the files, even to unrelated people, that's where we've gone. As, a, as a, that's where the FBI is. How corrupt it is. But it is it is utter tyranny. Remember, our country was one of the main reasons our country was founded was something called Bill of Attainders, where the British Parliament could simply pass a law saying so and so is a problem and go after them arbitrarily. And then in the United States, they court, the third amendment, they quartered people in uh, soldiers in homes of suspected people and on and on and on. Our whole point was that government has to prove its case and, uh, and or uh, probable cause before they can get to you. And the lawyer was essential to maintaining that freedom and if this continues to progress this is this is the definition of tyranny mm-hmm. the very definition of tyranny and why we did what we did which was to revolt.
3: Yeah. And, and the, the, you Democrat voters, if you're listening to me and you think this is so great, just wait until there's no longer attorney client privilege and you've been arrested for DUI or you've got some girlfriend who's falsely accusing you of domestic violence because for whatever reason or, or you've, or you have done something wrong and you're trying to, and, and you've been charged with a crime and you're guilty. But, you know, you need good representation because the entire point of good defense attorneys is that they, is that they force the state to prove their case. And they stand, your attorneys stand between you and an overreaching government.
1: Yeah, you could, that's understated.
3: Yes, that is understated. And that's one of the things they're trying to pierce. Just like they tried to pierce innocence until proven guilty under, under the Kavanaugh using women and exploitation. Are are you making pasta right now? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying really good stuff. And I know he's got the pasta machine out. He's working up some gnocchi, maybe. I don't even
1: have a pasta machine. I do not make. Machine-made pasta. Thank you very much. It's a t- and neither does my daughter. I'm very proud to. Announce.
3: <laughs> so you roll no, it by hand. You roll you it out can't. by hand. Is that what you're trying to say to us here? Is that your no, story? We, you cannot understand this. The origin of our revolution no. was
1: in Boston. Was the quartering of shareholders in home. that that was key to what was going on because mm-hmm. they were stopping dissent and 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 the Fourth Amendment, probable cause that That was a, a directly because of Bill of attainders mm-hmm. and what was going on, and if you eliminate what you're talking about, those protections no it, it, it's a slippery slope. look uh, <laughs> yeah, can, people no longer tell me something on the phone anymore oh well, yeah we're living
3: in yeah, absolutely. Can you stick with us another segment? <laughs> Or do you got to get out That's OK. You'll have to come back because it, to weigh in on the 2024 and the real reason why uh, so many people are throwing their hat in against Trump because they're
1: because they think he will fall because of all of these things. It's that simple.
3: All right. Tom DeBacaro, thank you for being here. All right, I knew he, he thinks he, he's too busy for me now We know he's making pasta And he's probably got an Elhoff over cooking yeah. a prime rib <laughs> Alright, stay tuned We are going to talk about the 2024 race Some interesting things happened today Related to that And no, that doesn't include Mike Pence Because there's nothing interesting about him Stay tuned
0: Andrea Kay, telling you like it is All while eating a donut The Andrea Kay Show On The Answer San Diego
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know, of all the people that have decided to throw their hat in the ring <laughs> to run for president, I did not have Cornell West on my bingo card. I just really didn't. Now, who remembers who Cornell West is? Let me give y'all a hint. He looks like a character out of a 70s show that my sister used to watch. I don't remember the name of it now. Sandy... Kenslow, I know you're going to figure it out for me. It was a show in the '70s. Uh, the one of the lead characters had a big old gap in his teeth, in his front teeth. Was his name Leon? Was the character's name Leon? Google Leon for me. '70s character. I can't remember. What well, I think it was a cop show. Peggy Lipton might have been in it. My my older sister loved her some Peggy Lipton. I was I I, I, I um, gosh, I can't remember the name of that show. Cornell West. I haven't seen much of Cornell West lately. Um, he describes himself as a non-Marxist socialist. Yeah, one of those, right? He's a political philosopher. Uh, he, you know, uh, seemingly nice guy. I've been quite entertained at times from Cornell West seeing him do TV hits over the years. Uh, like, you know, uh, he's one of these though. I mean, he's in his seventies. Clearly, Cornell West has seen tar- dark times in America. I think in his seventies, uh, that means that he's lived through some times that were, uh, you know, when, when when the country was heavily racist, do you have a show for me? Okay, I gotta Google this real quick. It's just gonna—it's gonna drive me bananas. Peggy Lipton. That's the Peggy Lipton movies and TV shows. Um, mm, Mod Squad. Thank you. Skins is no help to me from these shows. I, it might have been—I don't know when it was. Oh, the oh it was in the late '60s. Uh, no wonder, yeah, that was before my time, so I don't. Gotta know. give
2: me the right decade. Yeah,
3: <laughs> sorry, I didn't know. I'm
2: literally looking at characters named Leon in the seventies.
3: Sister, well, that's when Sister used to watch it on reruns in the seventies. You know what else she used to watch that I actually really liked? Remember uh, Love American Style? No. Did you ever see? It? Who remembers Love American Style? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. So anyway, Cornel West has decided to throw his hat in the ring. This guy is a Marxist. This guy is a communist. I don't care that he went to University of Harvard. I don't care that he went to Yale. I don't care that he studied in Paris. If it quacks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's a duck and the guy's a communist. I know that he lived at a time in in America in which there were racism, but let me tell you, the solution to racism is not communism. But Skins thought that his announcement today had some interesting points. I might have to stop it along the way to put some duct tape on my head to keep it from exploding. But Skins thought that this was interesting. Let's begin clip two.
5: In these bleak times.
3: Stop it right there. I didn't, I didn't even listen to it or is that not sounding like the theme from the Mod Squad? Didn't it? Is that not like 60s, 70s TV music? In these bleak times. Like he's Leon. Let me, let me get the character. I might have to do some serious mocking here. I'm just in that kind of mood. Mod Squad. What was the character's name? Link Hayes. That was Clarence Williams III. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Okay, go on, man.
5: I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party. I enter in the quest for truth. I entered the quest for justice. And the presidency is just one vehicle to pursue that truth and justice, what I've been trying to do all of my life.
3: Mm, mm, does he have some bell bottoms I come on? i a tradition talking.
5: where I care about you. I care about the quality of your life. I care about whether you have access to a job with a living wage, decent housing, women having control over their bodies, health care for all. <laughs> now it's just creepy. The destruction of the planet, <laughs> the destruction of American democracy. Democracy creates disruption. It creates an eruption. It creates an interruption. Wide from below, the energies of everyday people is manifest. And I know there are precious people in your life. Who you care for. That's why it's important for you to be involved. Important for you to participate. We're not talking about hating anybody. We're talking about loving. We're talking about affirming. We're talking about empowering those who have been pushed (laughs) to the margins. Because neither political party wants to tell the truth about Wall Street, about Ukraine about the Pentagon, about big tech. Neo-fascists like Brother Trump or milquetoast neoliberals like Brother Biden. Wow, well, I'm so okay. happy to make a world-shaking decision. You know what I mean? no yeah. well, well, I know well, gangsters well, when I see them. <laughs> oh, and gangsters not a subjective <laughs> expression. It's an objective condition. Mm. Do we have what it takes? We shall see. But some of us are going to go down. Fighting, go down swinging with style and a smile. Accenting the best in you and trying to tease out the best
3: <laughs> in me.
5: Let's do it together.
3: Ooh, ooh, ooh
2: you got to get that music bed
5: here I, on the show.
3: <laughs> Did I not nail it? It's such a throwback to Link in the Mod Squad. Man, take your super fly self out of here. Who do you think you are to be calling Donald J. Trump a neo-fascist or whatever it was he called him? You're no, you're no uh, Shaft. Richard Roundtree wannabe. Brother Biden, yeah, they, it, it, Trump is not a gangster, man. Trump made his money legally. How'd you make yours? How'd you get into Harvard? How'd you get into Yale? Did you deserve to be there? I want him on the stage because, you know, we need we need the the D- D- the Democrat Party to be doing debates They he can have. We can have Marianne Williamson up there with her crystals. Right. And her new age stuff burning her incense.
2: RFK would destroy them all.
3: Oh, I know. Right. We could have we could have Superfly. He could have he could be wearing his. Yeah. He could have like a sly in the family stone. Any sly in the family St- S- stone left? He Yeah. Uh, Papa was a rolling stone. You know, he could, he, could, he could have, like, some backup dancers in, like, go-go boots, you know, dressed like, you know, Mod Squad and in, in his shades.
2: And Biden still wouldn't know what was going on.
3: No. I think it would be absolutely, I want to see this. Because this is exactly the kind of clown show we have in this country. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of racism, guess what the left has planned for you? To force you to apologize and start paying up. We're going to talk about that.
0: Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Last segment, we were having some fun at Cornell West expense because he did an ad that immediately reminded me of a TV show. Thank you, Sandy. Oh, you were spot on. I was spot on. I, uh, by the way, thank you, Sandy. All I got to do is say, Sandy, I know you're going to know. And immediately she emails me with the answer. So she knew it was the Mod Squad. Uh, now I'm reminded this next topic reminds me, uh, next story, similar topic, reminds me of one of my favorite skits from In Living Color. It was the Mo Money skit. Mo Money, Mo yep. Money, Mo Money. These were the guys with the back of the van selling all the stolen the stolen goods. Talking about, hey, every everybody needs some money, right? Uh, That's really what all this uh, reparation stuff is about. There's not any African American or person of color in this country who has any greater disadvantage than anybody else. The reality in life is some people are born poor and others aren't. We got a whole lot of poor people that are white in this country or different nationalities or whatever and we know that the game that's being played is part of the culture Marxist movement. First you got to tear it down by convincing everybody that America is systemically racist it was built on a foundation of evil and racism. No other country in the world ever kept anybody enslaved. America is the most awful place ever. And then so the American taxpayers need to start ponying up money, mo money, mo money, mo money. And it's never going to be enough how do they plan to do it and when when san francisco started rolling this out coming up with their task force even even friends of mine were like oh that's california no this is going to end up being everywhere if they get their way with all, it.
2: It, it, it so goes california so goes the nation
3: right and and really ultimately what it's about is communism well isn't that with the one world government new world order world economic forum globalist crap is all about it's about communism one another institution we need to get out of is the United Nations, um, and that's part of the story here. Joe Biden's appointee to the United Nations Permanent Forum on People of African Descent. By the way, why is there? Why is the United States in the UN at all? Why are we in the United Nations Permanent Forum on People of African Descent? Why do they have a forum in the first place? This is an intergovernmental body. Um, and his appointee from, who is a Howard University law professor, Justin Hansford, he is uh, calling now for the UN to create a new bar association. You know, the bar association is where the lawyers are part of the bar. Um, they that's where they have to prove that they're you know qualified, skilled enough, or whatever. Take the bar exam to be members of the bar. Because he wants this new bar association, so they can quote start the process of apology. And reparations. And I ask that you focus on the word apology. Because that's ultimately the key here. It's not even really about the money. It's about power. They want white people in this country to have to apologize. To grovel. This movement, um, Martin Luther King Jr. was about equality. Today's movement is not about equality. It's about suppression and oppression of white people. Let's be honest. The process of apology and reparation. If it was just an economic play, why would they need? Why would they be demanding an apology? There's nobody today. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Uh, he told the forum late last week that the UN has a history of supporting reparations of human rights violations. So, see, that's why we're in the UN because it's about attacking our sovereignty and handing over our governance to a foreign body. Hansford went on to say that includes monetary compensation proportionate to the gravity of the harms done to our people and the ending of cultural genocide, as well as laws to, quote, ensure the continuation of slavery in the United States. Is there slavery happening in the United States? Oh, there is, I guess. If you talk about mass incarceration. Oh, so the mass incarceration, they're all innocent black people who didn't commit rape, violent crimes. Larceny, robbery, any of that? They're all innocent and all just got railroaded? Come on now. That would be a way to begin... Uh, To end this white scholars and, and white lawyers have been in charge of determining reparations, he said. So he proposed creating a new bar association where legal thinkers would, quote, come together and demand that many of the states in this room that have benefited from the legacy of our oppression start the process of apology and reparation, but not on their terms, but on our terms. He supported San Francisco, but he says uh, that the sum of $5 million for each American is not enough, and no municipal plan will be enough to right the injustice of slavery. <clears throat> Man, you need to go, by the way, to Cornell West. Superfly, because we ain't having none of this. We need a president who's going to get. I, I, you know, when Nikki Haley was, oh, she's she's so great, she's so this. What what do we get out of out of Nikki Haley at the UN? What do we get out of being in the UN? We had to go and grovel to them to go into Iraq. We have handed over our sovereignty to this to this group. And, and listen to him. Why would the UN have this new bar? Because this will be implemented worldwide. All right, we're going to take a break. We got hour two. Why is everybody talking about former Governor Pete Wilson in California? We're going to talk about that when we come back as well. Don't go anywhere.